Um, there's been a lot of dukkha in the news. Dukkha is uh, the Pali word that's most often translated as suffering or um, dis-ease or stress or uh, dissatisfaction. And it's a key term in, in uh, Buddhism and in our practice. And so I was looking at the different kinds of dukkha that are in the news. Uh, the, the dukkha about dhaka, which is deferred action for childhood arrivals, which, you know, hundreds of thousand people are being threatened in some way with living here in this country. And then there's been a number of hurricanes that have been here that have been serious dukkha. And then this major earthquake in Mexico, like, you know, these are all natural dukkhas, meaning they happen, but they're, you know, they're not just political dukkha, although they may have some uh, climate underground. We don't know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do, maybe they don't, or maybe it's just what nature is doing because it gets sick of human beings every <laughs> once in a while because human beings keep going unconscious about reality. <clears throat> and so I've been thinking about um, all of that, some that's been in my consciousness. And then the other thing that's been in my consciousness a lot, which I've talked about a bit already, is consciousness. Because I just find that such an interesting part of lived reality. Is there anybody who's not conscious here right now? You're not conscious? No, I'm kidding. You're kidding, okay. <laughs> well, thank you, I'm glad you're kidding me. <laughs> but, and, but I, and I ask that question because I want to point us all at consciousness because it's not something we usually pay attention to. Mostly, like even in the meditation, I was saying, oh, be aware of the sounds or the heat or the feel the sensations of the body or be aware of feelings or be aware of thoughts. Or, but we're not aware of the field of consciousness in which all of that is manifesting. Right? Would that, does that make sense? Okay, okay. So consciousness, I'm still finding a lot of interest in my own practice in consciousness. And what does it mean to go from being conscious of something to be aware of what is conscious of things? All right, I hope that I'm gonna say it again. We're, we're conscious of sights and sounds and tastes and touch and smells and feelings and thoughts and moods and things we like and don't like and all that. But what's that happening? What's the field of consciousness in which that happens? And what happens if we start to pay attention to the consciousness itself? And, and of course, when I say that, I'm asking you, oh, pay attention to your consciousness now. Be mindful of your consciousness or be aware of your consciousness, which is not something we're trained to be aware of our thoughts or our feelings or our tastes or, you know, all the things, all the experiences of human life. 
but we don't pay attention to what's being conscious of experience itself. <clears throat> and so what I'm pointing at is different realm of reality. There's the normal realm of reality of being aware of, oh, there's a thought. I'm, I'm conscious of that I'm thinking or that I'm feeling or that I'm warm or that I'm comfortable or I'm not comfortable or whatever it might be. But it's a different level to pay attention to the consciousness itself in which the warmth or feeling or thought or is happening. And it's helpful to start to be aware of the various levels of reality to some extent because being aware of the uh, the metta and when I say it I got to be careful here I don't want I'm not saying metta like loving-kindness I'm saying metta like bigger right greater the greater sense of expanse that we call consciousness going from what we're conscious of to the consciousness that's aware of what we're conscious of offers us a different perspective on reality and on our experience and gives us more freedom in how we relate to the particulars of thought, feeling, sound, taste, touch, smell, etc. <clears throat> So we're going, what I'm trying to point at, what I hope to point at a little bit tonight is um, uh, if we go beyond the particular content to the field that contains that content, which for now I'm calling consciousness. Sometimes people will call it mind or sometimes awareness could could use those but right now I'm just using this word consciousness and so when we when we shift from the content to the field it gives us a greater freedom in relationship to the content itself in other words if we're having a feeling and we're feeling it, we're feeling angry or feeling sad or we're feeling scared or whatever the feeling might be. If you shift from the feeling to the consciousness that the feeling is appearing in, you have a different relationship to the feeling itself. It give, now, and I could say it different ways, but it brings more space around the feeling. We're not just identified with the feeling, even though we're having the feeling, right? It's right here. But it's also, we're starting to see where is it that the feeling is happening within my experience? And so I'm calling that field or that space consciousness. And it doesn't mean we have to get rid of the normal experiences of a feeling or a thought or a sound or a taste or a touch. 
that there's a certain kind of freedom that can come by being aware of the content and where the content is occurring in our direct experience. And remember, meditation, Buddhism, is all based on direct, immediate experience, a live experience, human experience. Right? So even now, every once in a while tonight, I'm going to ask the same question. Pay attention to your consciousness for a second. Like, you could stop being aware of me, or, or you can let me be in the background, or let your thoughts be in the background, or let your body be in the background, but let your consciousness start to come into the foreground a little bit. And you may have to do something, but you may not have to do something, because your consciousness is already here. It's already here. It's a little like the water we swim in. We don't pay attention to it. But now we want to pay a little attention to the water we swim in, to consciousness itself. <clears throat> One of my uh, teachers calls this inclusive transcendence. <laughs> It's a great phrase, inclusive transcendence. It means we don't get rid of things, but we start to transcend things while we're experiencing them. We start to find a bigger space of knowing that knows each thing that is also already present right here in the human experience. It's totally natural to the human experience. So, in addition to whatever we feel and the fact that we're having a feeling, we become aware of the fact that we feel, not, what we're, not just what we're feeling. Again, it's this conscious of the meta level, by meta I mean greater level of what's knowing any experience. Because have you ever had an experience you didn't know? That's a really great question. Very Zen question. Anybody had an experience they didn't know? What do you mean by didn't know? Well, yeah, by that you don't know, you had. Do you want to answer? Or you were just asking? I'm trying to figure out what the question was. <laughs> You're trying to figure out what the question is. Go ahead. In any moment, we're only aware of like a tiny portion of this vast amount of information that's coming and logging itself in here. Ma maybe. Here. Is it logging itself? A lot of things you can go find it later. Uh, uh -huh. In certain, you know, like through hypnosis or whatever, that there's all kinds of stuff that we have logged that we weren't conscious taking in so okay so kitty's challenging me she's saying no no there's a lot that we're taking in that we're not aware of is that accurate yeah i didn't mean to be challenging you no that's okay challenging is good i'm <laughs> down i'm playing here go ahead well, driving home on autopilot driving how do you know you're driving home on autopilot 
<laughs> when you finally get there. But, yeah, but, but you had the experience that you didn't know it, right? Right, but right, but you're having all the okay. So I'm going to go with what you're both saying. So there's all these experiences that are in the foreground of your awareness that you are having, correct? Okay, so they're in consciousness. Go ahead. I, mean, I think our experiences sometimes unfold to us. I mean, it's what so our experiences sometimes unfold as we think about them, and so there's a way in which I can imagine having an experience but not not fully recognizing the experience at first, right. and then kind of coming back to the experience and rewriting it um, uh -huh. and thinking about it differently. But I, I think that what I would say about what you're saying is that a complete experience was probably always there, whether or not I could see it. Okay, the complete experience is always there, whether or not we see it. Go ahead, Faye, what did you want? Yeah, so um, I've been in two really bad bike accidents where I had concussions, uh -huh. and I don't have any um, recall. Right. So no recall, what is that? That's a great question, because I also have bad bike accidents and no recall of some of that. So, But I do recall, I do know that I had bad bike accident. So there is some knowing of it. I know the experience in that way. There's some awareness of it. Okay, let's keep, keep going. What about like childhood experiences? What about like childhood experiences? Right, right, right. So now we're talking about memory, which is different than knowing what's happening right now. That's what I'm trying to point out, is the immediacy of this moment. If any, are you, is anybody not having an experience right now of some way, shape, or form? That, that's a better way for me to try to make my point. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see who else. Okay, I'm gonna go with you too, but go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, I teach high school and one of the things that um, we talk about is metacognition. 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 And what we do is we ask students, I ask my students to talk about their experiences of writing or reading. Um, and what, what it does is it causes them to get this thing you're talking about where they suddenly have you know, a kind of junior omniscience over the, their, their writing experience. But the thing that you're getting at is that that, that, that that kind of, to learn to think about thinking would be simultaneous with the, with what was happening. Yes. And what happens with the young people is that they, in retrospect, they talk about what it was like. Right. And so our goal is to kind of push push the thing together, you know, to move, to move what they learn in, in answering questions on top of that experience while they're doing it. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm going about three places with what you're saying, but mostly I'm going with, we have to put this all on the mic so everybody can hear, otherwise there are a lot of people who are not hearing. So you're, you're ta he's talking about what he does in high school, that people have a, a bigger view of what they've been doing and it gives them a different experience and then you want to bring that together right. with the experiential. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Now, Faye, if you want to talk, got to go to the microphone. It's too much for everybody. Huh? If, but do it on the microphone. Come on. <laughs> Otherwise, I've got to repeat it badly. And Yeah, thank you. Okay, back to the bike thing. Because um, you know what they say is you are knocked unconscious uh -huh. is what the phrase is right. for it. So 
it's I was there, I was talking, I right. was around, but I was unconscious of it. Well, right? you, you don't have memory of it. But, but if, if I would have asked you, do you know you're talking, what would you have said right then? That's what I'm pointing at. And, and you don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I probably would have said, yeah, uh, right. I know I'm talking. Right. But it doesn't mean you have memory now, because your brain got rattled. At least that's my understanding of what I don't remember. Memory is different than what I'm pointing at. In other words, I'm, I have a lot of experiences that I know in the moment. doesn't mean I remember all of them. I mean, really, I've, I have gazillions of, of experiences I don't remember. And they all happened. But at the time, you knew they were happening. Right. And, did, and you think you didn't know you had a bike accident when you were... Well, that's a different question, <laughs> which I'm not going to answer tonight, because I, I, have, I have the same experience of, about post-bike accident. There are, parts, there are parts of that, oh, I don't remember at all, and I'm glad I don't remember, right? But, but that doesn't mean if I'm in pain and I don't want to remember what happened in the pain, that I didn't know I was in pain when I was in pain. So I'm pointing at the experiential reality. And here, let's keep it simpler for the moment. One, one second. It's just that, is, are you all having an experience right now? Right? I mean, that's just like there's something. And, and I don't know what your experience is. You're having thoughts or feelings or sounds or whatever it is. And you're conscious of the experience. That's what I'm trying to point at just in a very simple way. And then I'm saying, what's conscious of it? I'm pointing at this meta level. So go ahead, you want to be, you've got to come up to the mic. Thank you. You know, just take your time. It's a, it's a meditation group, we can go slow. Okay, what about alcohol blackout? What about what? Alcoholic blackout. People who drink and yeah. they go into blackout, they have experiences that not only don't they remember, but they weren't there for. Uh -huh. I mean, that's, I don't know if that's the same as... Yeah, yeah, it's blackout. the same as an accident, it's except it's not an accident. It's, it's, you know, there's a certain chemical thing that happens and so things don't work. But there was actually, I mean, I've, I've had it several myself in the past. There was, I had no experience larger experience of having experienced what I was doing in blackout. Right, but do you know that at the time if somebody had said to you, do you know you're walking down the middle of the street, you would have said no? Probably not, because I wasn't there. I mean, I was, my consciousness, I think what happens is it's a split-off kind of consciousness. Okay. I didn't know. I had people talking to uh, me through dinner one night, and I didn't know that I was, I how do you oh, know? Why are they serving dinner? And they were looking at me like I was crazy. Uh -huh. Okay. So I didn't really. Okay. So I, I, I'm not an expert in drugs. No. And, I'm not and either, but so, but okay. But let's keep it simpler. 
just right now are you having an experience? And are you aware of the consciousness where you're aware of that experience? Yes. And what's the consciousness like? How do you experience consciousness itself? That's what I'm pointing at. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. And you could answer that question, of course. I'm happy to hear answers. Although, go ahead. This is... Uh, I have pages and pages of things to say, but this is more interesting. I'm, I'm Kevin. I think a lot, to me, what I'm hearing, a lot of what you're implying implies cognition of your experience. And I think that there's a lot of different layers when you have an experience that, that you're having but you're not cognitively aware of, that you're having. You're, you're, you are the experience. You're not right. able to refract, refractively or reflectively look at it. It's just being there, but, being okay. only, but the consciousness is just there. And, and to, I, it, my, I, it, to me, you're implying that you're aware of what's happening, and that means turning and looking instead of just being it, and okay. that's okay. deeper. Good, that's a really good thing to say. Stay up here, because that's one way that consciousness works, is we're aware of the content. But being the content is another way that consciousness works. And that's a more subtle way that people often aren't aware of. And that happens especially in deeper experiences of meditation, that you become what you're aware of. And that's very interesting in terms of consciousness is not separate. And here, somebody, um, here, I've... Often you're not aware of it because you are, it's at a level that should, that's not reflected. Well, or there's not a separation, is the other way to say it. Oh, I don't have what I want. Um, here, here's a couple. Um, you know, I've been interviewing people about consciousness because I'm still learning. I don't know exactly what consciousness is. And I've said some of these to you, but here's, this is from a friend of mine uh, who's a Zen student. And he's, I said, what's consciousness? He said, the universe talking to itself. Right? The universe talking to itself. And then a woman who I know, who's a, uh, not a practitioner, but who I have a lot of respect for, she said, oh, what's consciousness? It's presence and awareness together. Animals also have awareness and consciousness. And, and then she went on. She said, oh, everything has consciousness, right? Leaves have direct experience of the sun. That's a certain kind of consciousness, similar to what you're pointing at. The knowing through experience itself, not through reflection, right? And uh, wait, 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 there was some more. Um, uh, this today, a good friend of mine who teaches here sometime is a good practitioner. Good, good guy. Uh, he said, we know reality by not being separate from reality. When I asked him about consciousness, we know reality by not being separate. It's in the immediacy of our experience that the content and consciousness become more one-like, which I believe you're pointing at. He said, it's intimacy with reality is how he put it. It's how reality knows itself. Okay? So we're just, we're playing here. Okay? Should I 
give a little more talk? Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so what I'm trying to point at, though, the way I'm thinking about this, about consciousness, is that there's a meta level of experience, a deeper level of experience, that it's not just the content, but it's where the content is known. And I don't care if it's known reflectively or in the immediacy, either way. But it's still, there's something that's knowing experience or where it all lands, right? And because when I all ask you if you're conscious, everybody except for one person, you know, said they were conscious, you know? Or, and, um, 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 and here's one of the things that's interesting. The content keeps changing, but the knowing, the awareness, the consciousness is still here with each changing thing, whether it's sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, feeling, liking, not liking. It's being known and experienced right now for the most part, right? I'm not going into more extreme things like you know, alcohol, blackout, things like that, just normal. Right? Like, keep looking right now. Let's see what we discover as we talk about this, as we explore this. <clears throat> so, partly I'm, I'm suggesting that knowing always implies consciousness. That any knowing, whether it's reflective knowing or immediate knowing, Reply, re implies consciousness. <clears throat> and and uh, scientifically, and I'm not a scientist, so I have very little knowledge of that, but the scientists talk about consciousness as a, a capacity of the brain, which is not my understanding at all. That, um, uh, um, but that's a very normal way that we talk about consciousness, that it comes from the brain. And um, uh, sometimes in the spiritual worlds, they say that humans are asleep. Like when the Buddha talked about his realization, he said he woke up, right? And so it's pointing at a kind of a sleepness that we might have as human beings. And I believe we all have our own sleepness that we're aware of. Oh, I'm not, I'm not really awake when it comes to this or that or this part of my life. Or when I go to work, I'm not as awake as when I'm sitting quietly and things like that. We all, or some of us are more awake at work than we are at home. Or, in, or some of us are not awake in relationship, or we're only awake when we're hiking on a mountain, and then we're really awake, and the, like the awareness and consciousness is totally open. And, we, and we're aware of that, or we're conscious of it. And so when they say uh, that humans are asleep, it means we lose touch with certain dimensions of our innate reality that is part of what I'm hoping to point at, which I'm calling consciousness. Not just the content of consciousness, 
but consciousness itself. <clears throat> because uh, what happens, or what often can happen, is that we get very um, involved in the content of our experience, whether it's the thought or the feeling or the sound or the action or whatever it might be that we're involved in. We get involved in it and we get kind of um, um, mesmerized by it, identified with it. You know, if I go, if, I, if I'm very Buddhist, I could say, oh, we get attached to our thoughts or our feelings or the, our experience and we lose touch with what's knowing all of that. Where is that being known? How is that being known? Whatever the experience it is. <clears throat> and so consciousness is one way to point at the, another level, another layer of our human experience that often we're not pointed to. Right, again, and then the common way to talk about it is the, is, the, uh, is the water, and the fish aren't aware of the water they swim in. But they're swimming in it all the time. It's like, oh, what are you talking about, water? I'm a fish. This is, this is just where I live. And one sec. And, um, um, you know, we tend to not be aware of the consciousness but we're aware of the content that we're conscious of. Okay. So, please, Barbara. Is this what you mean? Pardon? I, oh, go ahead. I am in a, a conversation or an interaction with someone and I have a response, I have a dislike or a like or whatever, uh -huh. and, my and it's a response, not a, it's a reaction, not a response. Sure. And then all of a sudden I realize I'm responding to something that happened way back when and has nothing to do with now. Uh -huh. Is that what you're talking about? Not exactly, but that's great what you're pointing at. You're pointing at seeing the causes and conditions for your, re your, your reaction. And that's very skillful. And then when we see the causes and conditions, what, part of what happens almost naturally is we become disidentified from the reaction. And all I'm saying is, what is it that was aware of the reaction and saw it and, and made the connection to the causes and then and then in, in my view, this is, and this, I don't know how hard I would hold to this view, but for the moment, you relaxed into the consciousness that's here and was aware of all of that. Does that make sense? No, no, I'm pointing at something that's hard to talk about. So it kind of is a... So, so, so. What consciousness made me aware of? No, uh, it's all conscious. It's all within consciousness. It's not there's a consciousness that made you aware. 
Wait, wait, does that make sense, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, hang in here with me. No, let's, let's flub around. I'm learning. Let's learn. Meaning, like, you were conscious of the reaction. Then you were conscious of the causes and conditions. Right. That's all, those are all particulars known in consciousness itself. And something about the disidentification with the reaction, then you rested into something bigger. You went to heaven. You went to heaven. No, that's a great way to say it because it's often talked about in very positive ways when we start to see the meta level of human experience, not just the content or the particulars of human experience. So what, what will this greater consciousness, so what is being conscious of the consciousness? Yeah, 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 good, 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 yeah, let's be conscious of consciousness. That's what I'm pointing at. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. I mean, I, that doesn't make any sense. That's okay. It's, it's definitely possible. That I'm telling you from my own direct experience. Conscious of the consciousness. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, well, slow down. Wait, wait, slow down. You're, you're <laughs> Thank you. Are, are, are you conscious right now? Duh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Can you turn your attention towards the consciousness itself for a moment? But don't imagine, let's see what you discover rather than there being some idea about what you're supposed to discover. Because you know you're conscious. And what do you want me to do? Sense the experience of consciousness. Now I'm just going to say it a few different ways. Feel, be aware of the experience of consciousness. Feel the experience of consciousness. Sense the experience of consciousness. And, and relax, that's also important. And, and just what happens for you? I'm here. You're, okay, I'm here is a good answer. And what's the I that's here? That's conscious of that you're here. It's also well, a f and there's no I, me, or mine, so that's not an answer. Pardon? There's no I, me, or mine, so that can't be the answer. Well, it could be. Who knows? Let's not be too Buddhist. <laughs> I mean, and all I'm saying is you want to trust your direct experience. That's what we're looking at. Because everybody's aware, conscious, and so I'm assuming there's consciousness in here what we're, we could call individual consciousness in every seat. Pardon? You're kind of trading out consciousness for awareness. You often uh, say aware of awareness of awareness. It's of true. I mean, they're, they're both words. Sometimes the words are used interchangeably. Consciousness and awareness. That, you that, the same thing as that? Pardon? Are you saying the same thing as that? 
I'm not saying the same thing. I'm using them differently, slightly differently at different times, but I see how they can be used interchangeably also. Okay. Okay. Do you want to say more? Or? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm thinking of consciousness as more like the being the sponge, you know, just being the thing that receives sensation. Yeah. It's sort of yeah. mind that doesn't belong to me. Uh-huh. You know? And then awareness is when I can feel the wind from that fan on my face. Or mm-hmm. it's like being able to consciously receive the experience. Right. Um, because I'm experiencing, I'm receiving other things right now that, like, I can't even hold. Right, but and so what's the difference you're making between well, consciousness? Well, consciousness is just the, it's just the senses. It's just the, it's just the sponge. And then the awareness is knowing. It's like knowing that I'm seeing. But the, okay. but the consciousness is just seeing, hearing. It's okay. aware okay. of no, the no. experience. So it's like... Consciousness is the big bubble, and inside consciousness is awareness. Okay. Does that work? You know, that works. But, I mean, because we're talking about something that I don't have a formal definition for. And technically, in Buddhism, technically, in Theravada Buddhism, there's eye consciousness, ear consciousness, right? There's, they, they, um, um, we, in Buddhism, we, we label certain uh, dynamic experiences as consciousness. And I'm talking about more, a little more like what you're talking about. You're saying the big sponge, right? Which, you know, it's not my language, but, but I, I get it because there's something here in which things are being known. And I'm, what I'm trying to point at is something sitting in each seat that we call consciousness. That's that's what I'm attempting to point at. Okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see. Mm. So the other way to talk about this a little bit is the presence of consciousness, the presence. And again, I could say this with awareness too, because with awareness, there's nothing here, right? Everybody got that? Which I've talked about many times. There's no thing called awareness, but everybody's aware. And it's a little bit similar with consciousness. We're talking about very subtle or sublime components of reality that are not easily, they're not things like the desk or a piece of paper, but they know the paper and the things are known through awareness and consciousness. I'm just looking at what else do I have here. Awareness of the fact of consciousness means awareness of consciousness independent of the content of consciousness. 
right? So I'm pointing at something independent of the content here. And then a lot more stuff. And partly, I'm suggesting we pay attention to this because we're all looking to be free or to not be bound to things like our thoughts or our feelings or even our sensations. We want to be aware of them, we want to know them, and we might want to respond to them, and we want to respond skillfully, but we don't want to be mesmerized by the human experience. We want to wake up through the human experience, which is my understanding of what the Buddha did. He woke up by being a, Buddha, uh, a human being, as I like to say, and it's said in Zen, all the way to the end. He kept being himself all the way to the end. And he understood these uh, different domains, or he realized, better way to say it, he realized these different levels of human experience that are sitting in each seat, because he said that over and over again. He said, this is available to all humans, and really, he said, all beings. And one thing I do appreciate, even though I, 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 I apologize if I'm not so helpful um, um, with, but pointing at it brings a lot of energy. It was a lot of back and forth here tonight, which sometimes when I say, oh, does anybody want to talk? It like, takes five minutes before people get up, but that was not here tonight. That was much quicker. And I believe part of the reason it's quicker because we're talking about something that's already sitting in each seat. And we're trying to understand what is this experience, this very human experience, and different levels of it. Anybody else before we end? Ben, go ahead. It's before you, Ben. It's okay. You're going to be quick, though, Ben, because now we're getting two people. I have a, yeah, so I'm Ben. I have a tremendous level of skepticism and sass for this topic. And it's kind of, it kind of. Skepticism and what? Sass. 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 Yeah. I haven't had a lot of sass yet, so go ahead. Well, so, I, what's your question or comment, yeah, briefly? Yeah, I uh, I feel that a lot of the um, content of our back and forth has been artifacts of trying to use language to describe something that doesn't fit very well into language. Okay, so uh, what's the problem? Or what do you what do you wanting to say about that? Like, okay. The, the thing that is currently most uh, most available in my head right now is that like the idea of being like I think we're assuming that like you have to the number of like levels of, of like metacognition is an integer <laughs> and, it, and like it's what? Out, an integer a whole number uh -huh. like that you're either like aware you're either just at level zero and like experiencing something or you're at level one and you're like aware of your experience or you can be at level two and like aware of aware of your experience and we didn't talk about levels three and higher, but presumably there might be some kind of BS for that. 
So basically, <laughs> I think that thoughts are not sort of, a, a, like, like this, this description of thoughts as having content in English is not really an on and off thing. They're all kind of imprecise descriptions, and people, I think, like, have, it makes more sense to think of it as, like, partial awareness, and you can, like, be partially, partially aware of your partial awareness. And so, like, everything is way more mushy, basically, I think, and uh, trying to fit it into a neat box, I think, creates a lot of sort of verbiage. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's good that you went first. Uh, you, you have to be brief also. I'll be brief as well. Yeah, I, I think that this is, I think I'm like Ben, I think that this is the, 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 the crux, the most important construct of this entire issue uh, in meditation, mindfulness, Buddhism, whatever you want to call it. Uh -huh. It's this idea of, of being aware, to use an example, of the way that you're feeling or thinking in an attempt to uh, help yourself realize that you are not your thoughts. Uh -huh. So consciousness of consciousness is simply saying, I give an example quickly of my daughter, who at the end of last school year was suffering from some anxiety around final exam test taking. And I asked her how she knew she was nervous. And she said, come on, Dad, I mean, I'm, I'm nervous. That's why I know I'm nervous. I said, no, really, I'm close your eyes and tell me how you know. She said, all right, well, my, my stomach hurts, and my funny thing on my nose, I can go and sneeze, and I thought, oh, sweet, that's, that's it. That's the consciousness of consciousness. And if you, if you know that, it means that you are not 100% nervous, because if you were, you would have nothing about you that knew that there was some part of you that was nervous. So even if it's 1% of you that's not nervous, that can see you decide it is, start focusing more on that 1%, and you'll see I think that if you become more aware of the nervousness, the nervousness will decrease. So, so yeah. And that's what, you know, that's, that's what she uses now when she's doing it. Yeah. So stay, stay in for one sec. So appreciate what you're saying. Often I've talked a lot about this in a very similar way about awareness, right? And that the awareness is not bound to what it's aware of. And, and so I, I love what you're saying. And I just also have my own curiosity about what is consciousness, right? Because I don't, I don't have that same question about awareness for whatever reason, but I do. I just keep seeing, oh, there's something here that's conscious of your daughter and you and, you know, what happened and making the connection beautiful. And then what happens if we turn our attention to the consciousness itself? That's, that's all. But great. Thank you. Okay. We need to stop. So let's just sit for a moment. Taking a moment to appreciate our consciousness that is conscious of whatever it's conscious of right now of enjoying the evening, of not enjoying the evening, of your body being comfortable or uncomfortable, or whatever is here and how there's the awareness of the experience and the consciousness. That allows us not to be simply identified with what we're conscious of. And we end 
by offering our good wishes, our goodwill. May the benefit of our time here together, the blessings, the good fortune we have to be here, even to explore this, even to learn and disagree and not know. May the good fortune to study reality, to study humanity, to study our uh, potential for awakening, may that go out in every direction. And may that, that be a blessing for all beings. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings be free from suffering, free from dukkha, free from misunderstanding. May all beings wake up. May we wake up together. May we realize our true nature, our Buddha nature, the nature of wisdom and compassion. May all beings be free. Thank you everybody, appreciate your patience with me and uh, your uh, involvement in this question. Um, I'll be here next week uh, and if you have a few minutes to help us uh, break everything down, thank you. Please be well. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.